another edition of DNVR Rams Live. I'm Justin Michael. I'm joined by my main man, D-Line, which is what he goes by. Eric, if you prefer to call people by their human names. Uh, but man, it was an ugly one in Utah State. It started about as well as you could hope for. You go up 17-0 in the first quarter, and you give up 37 unanswered points. Just really deflating showing really disappointing performance on both sides of the football um what's your reaction man you were really excited for this team you're a csu alum yes like me who's in it year to year necessarily but you were starting to really buy into this program and you know potentially being a a team that could make some noise in the mountain west i i do want to iterate it is one game you're zero and one in league play but it, it feels like a game that kind of basically is telling us they aren't who we thought they were you know they have a ton of talent on paper they have enough talent to be in that mix they sure they certainly should not be getting their their butts kicked the way they did tonight but where are you at with this one where am i at with this one well um (laughs) wow that was deflating holy cow man like for a variety of reasons I mean, obviously, the team starts off. We're up 17-0 in the first quarter. Like this game, this the CSU Rams were up 17-0 in the first quarter of this game. <laughs> it was a long time ago, my friend. It was, and you know, it was like, wow, wow, like things have changed. Like it's time to buy in. Like it is not uh the same CSU Rams that I like get riled up about and then just like get completely, you know, disappointed by. And then at a certain point, just lose all of my steam and then just look forward to nuggets and, and, and moving beyond. Like I really like more than I just want to believe in the CSU Rams. I want to have a college football team that I follow passionately. I like want this to be a thing that is like part of my life. And every time that I get, to this place, like, like, I mean, this is the most deflating that I, I it's been for me in a really long time. This this performance was so bad in so many ways. After being so promising, not only just in that first quarter, but in the lead up, uh, the weeks leading up, the year leading up, the 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 performance they just put out there after that first quarter was just. I mean, I I don't know that I have the words to describe how how utterly pathetic it was. It was ugly. It was disastrous. It was arguably the worst loss of the Jay Norvell tenure. I mean, there were some pretty ugly games last year. You could say Sac State getting your teeth kicked in by an FCS squad. Middle Tennessee was rough as well. But it's the expectation. It's the letdown, which makes this one feel that much worse. I mean, I had talked a lot about in the weeks leading up to this one that CSU over the last couple of weeks had done a lot of things to kind of indicate that these aren't the same old Rams that, you yep. know, this isn't the the team we've seen over the last five years. And that's what was really deflating about this one is it just, it felt like the Mike Bobo era. It felt like the Steve Adazio era. It felt like a team where they were maybe feeling themselves a little bit too much, especially after going up. I mean, it's the second straight week that you go up 17 zero. And then, you know, by halftime, it's, it's a ball game. It's just, it's really frustrating that this team continues to be so inconsistent that they're unable to string together a complete performance. We're five games in they've yet to play a complete game so far. And I mean, this team's this talent, it's there. Like you see <laughs> Tori Horton and Mo Camara and obviously really hope those guys are okay i'm covering this game remote obviously so I, i'm not there in the post game presser we'll have to see what happens guessing we're not really gonna have any answers till early in the week anyways but i mean put all the the good vibes you can in the universe you know pray to whatever you believe in that those guys are okay because that would just be disastrous if csu is gonna have to be without them especially when you've got boise state coming into town next weekend just really disappointing it was an opportunity to start the the league slate with the victory mm-hmm. for the first time since uh, in a couple years you know it was a opportunity to get some momentum rolling into a game against Boise State which has felt more winnable you know over the last couple of weeks they aren't exactly a road beater but after this one it's tough to you know puff your chest out and feel really confident about making history i mean it was it was just ugly it was ugly on both sides of the ball 
ton of pressure in that first quarter. Uh, I really liked what CSU did off the the bat. They're they're I think three straight points at one point they get uncontested to the quarterback on third down, just drilling them. And then the the defense just kind of seemed to get gassed. And I think a part of that was probably with the offense not being on the field. I mean, you get the punt return for for a touchdown. That's kind of a, a big momentum play, just a lot of time on the on the field. And you understand that. But I mean, to get torched by Cooper Lega, apparently is how you pronounce it. I've been saying Legos for two years. And so has every other broadcast I've ever heard. But I guess it's Cooper Lega. Uh, but I got to eat some crow um, because I said coming in, he's not a guy that really intimidates you as a passer. And he completely outplayed BFN tonight. He made some really impressive throws against coverage. I also thought there were some instances where DBs just got burned and that just continues to be an issue for the secondary for this defense as a whole, which sucks. But I mean, I got to eat that one. I said, make him prove that he can make those type of throws. Well, he, uh, he, he did that in my face because he did that yeah. all night long. <laughs> Yeah, he was. I mean, he he played a really good game, man. He was. He, he was put great. a couple of those, he put a couple of those passes like right on the goddamn money, and um, it was wild because like we have been accustomed to seeing BFN make those type of throws uh, in all of the weeks leading up to this. I mean, it was crazy, man. Like there were so many things where CSU just completely turned it back into a pumpkin. Like Braden Fowler Nicolosi was so off. This entire game, like guys wide open, missing him by five yards behind, like throwing way behind him, uh, throwing into double coverage, triple coverage, like throws that you're like, what are you even looking at? Like, what are you ho- is hoping get, is going to happen here? Like getting not nearly enough air under the ball, just out throwing guys. Or And I mean, I, I'm just like bewildered by it because. As you said at the top of the show, this is one game, right? Obviously, we're talking about a freshman quarterback. We're talking about guys that need, you know, and we're talking about a difficult game. Um, I mean, it's his that, fifth career start. Most of them his, have been on the road. He's been great up to this point. But, yeah, I mean, it it was bad. The decision-making was erratic at bad, times. Bad, bad, bad. Which is not something that's really been an issue this year. There were times last year when he played – uh, where that was a complaint I had really not setting his feet in, in times where he had time to. Um, but I mean, it, it's one game. I understand why people were frustrated. I saw a lot of comments online, you know, maybe you, you pull him. In my opinion, given the way that that game was going, I, I think you just got to keep him in there. Um, I don't really see what the benefit of throwing Clay Millen in there is at this point. You've pretty much accepted he's not your guy. I mean, maybe you want to put Jackson Brousseau in there, the other freshman quarterback, get him some reps. He is a Utah kid. So, I mean, it would have been like a a nice homecoming moment for him. But, right. I mean, yeah. ultimately, this is a, a young quarterback, and we have to remember that. He has less than six career starts. He needs those reps. So it, it was a rough night. He was off. Uh, you hope that he's able to recover from it. I mean, four turnovers got stripped from behind and three picks. One of them, at the end, he's just trying to throw it away. Uh, one of them's third and long, so it basically acts as a punt. And the other one, frankly, it's a touchdown nine times out of ten. It, I it was is. celebrating yeah. thinking that Torrey Horton pulled it in. That's yep. a 50-50 ball in a sense, but typically that's a 70-30 ball in Torrey's favor. I don't have an issue with that one. I can live with that because you understand the decision-making. That's a ball that Torrey should have come down with. It was a little bit underthrown, and that gave Ike Larson an opportunity to, to make an just a phenomenal play on the ball. He had a great game tonight. One of the best DBs in the league, but man, it was, it was humble pie. I think that was the best way <laughs> I to know. play it. Oh, like what is your, I mean, just starting with it, like, what do you ascribe this to? Like what, if you could point to one thing, like what, what would it be in this game? I mean, it feels like mentality. I, I mean, a couple times now you've gone up double digits, see you, mm-hmm. Utah Tech, Utah State, and you're not able to to maintain it. And obviously, it was encouraging that they still pulled out the victories these last two weeks. I talked about winning ugly, how that's not a thing that CSU has been able to do, and that was kind of the silver lining, despite the fact that you know it, it wasn't perfect. They but, still got losing ugly down though. No problem well, yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, it, it just comes down to consistency, and I said it time and time again. Like at some point, if you cannot play a four quarter game. It's going to bite you, especially in league play where the, the competition is, is relatively even. But I mean, this was 
This was about as brutal as it gets. You go up 17 points and you end up losing by the largest margin of victory in this series since Utah State joined the Mountain West. I mean, no game had been decided by more than two possessions. You fall by 20 in this one. It's it's yeah. just it sucks. It was a really deflating performance. It was bad. It was ugly. It was all the words you want to describe it. However frustrated that everybody in the comments feel. I'm right yeah. there with you. I mean, you give up 639 yards, and this is a Utah State offense. God. They, they, they do no. this. I mean, they, they're one of the top offenses in the conference. They've got great wide receivers. They're a really erratic team. They did the same thing. They went down, I think, 20-0 to zero at UConn last week, came back and won that game. It's just what they've been doing for the last three years under Blake Anderson. But that doesn't make you feel any better because if you go up 17-0 on the road, you've got to win point blank, period. Yeah. And, they just they flopped. Oh, they flopped. Dude, I was feeling I was feeling incredible. Incredible after the first quarter. I was like, look at that. Look at us. Spicy tweets. I mean, I didn't even I wasn't even in like the spicy tweet mindset. I was just feeling celebratory. I was feeling like, okay, you know, like listen, like I'm even above having to uh, go low. I can just like go high and just like live uh, life correctly, live on the right side of things. And then well, that's it just what we were going for. I mean, you I know. You got four Why? Order. Moe's just absolutely feasting out there. Feasting. This is this. You know what? I've like this is kind of what I have come to is that this team is not nearly as deep as maybe I thought it was. I, well, mean, I mean, you're in year two of a total rebuild, which is total a rebuild. We all have understood. To- in perspective, but I mean, it's also just one of those situations where, yes, you are in year two of a rebuild, but what's frustrating about this is your ones aren't getting it done. It's, you know, the guys in the well, secondary getting torched. Aiden Hector's had a really rough couple of weeks, got burned a couple of times, including on a touchdown. I mean, and I don't want to just single him out. It was a rough night for the secondary altogether. The safety struggled, the corner struggled. It was, it was bad. It's just bad. I mean, I really don't know how else to put it. Yeah. And uh, walk EBB. Those are uh, manatees. Those are manatees behind me with a with a 40 ounce. Uh, But they do have the right idea. Um, Listen, (laughs) we lost Tori Horton. I think we lost Mo Camara. You yeah, see, neither of them returned after they got those guys are those guys are supreme talent. Like those are Sunday talents, those guys. Both of those guys are incredible. And you realize like how much having one to two impact players can really truly affect how a team is able to go out there, what what it is they're able to do. Losing both of those guys was catastrophic for CSU. They might be the most individually dominant they are on offense and defense respectively in the entire conference. That's no question. Duration. That's not like a CSU homer take. That's when you look at the statistical production, when you look at what they do from a week to week, it makes sense why CSU is so dependent on them, but it was just one of those nights you needed some of the other guys to step up. I mean, you can't get Dallin Holker to the football till a minute 20 <laughs> left in the third quarter. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, the camera Jesus. angles weren't great. So, you know, you know, no product of coverage. Maybe it's, play calling which frankly felt pretty vanilla at times i mean after not that only vanilla game, like, i mean not yeah, only vanilla at times cool. it was like what do you do like every drive after we took the leave every drive started the exact same way did you notice this Back, every drive started yeah. off with a super ineffective run up the gut one to two yards then they would get a false start penalty just to spice things up, just to keep it uh, interesting. So we would be at like first and or it would be like first and 14 or something or second and 14. And then uh, there would be a throw over the middle that would be behind the wide receiver. And then we would just punt the ball away and then just step and repeat over and over. It was so it bizarre. But- all night. I mean, I, I don't think the play calling did it any favors I mean, Jay Norvell said after the Washington State game that they were going to take the training wheels off, and we had kind of seen that. Now, I will say it's kind of a weird spot because BFN's trying to take shots down the field. You see in that third and fourth quarter, they finally just start taking what's you know there underneath, which is something they had a ton of success. I mean, CSU was averaging 230 yards after the catch coming into this game. It just feels like they went away from what was working. Yeah. For sure. I mean, they have sh- like this tonight did look not look like an air raid offense. It's just like they were 
hell bent on making sure that their running game got going, which I understand. I mean, that's like a, a tool that you need to be able to have to go to, well, especially like when you, you go up seventeen zero. But yes, it felt like they were tinkering in the first quarter. Yeah, it felt like they were tinkering. They were like, "Oh, we, you know, we're going to work on our games out here," you know, like Devin Booker. But, um, you know, like then they just weren't able to find it. Like I, I don't know, man. They got gobsmacked. They got shell shocked. I was sure, like going into halftime, being tied, and what they should have been down, if not uh, for that uh, kick being mercifully missed at the end of um, at the end of regulation. Like, I was like, okay, that's a gift. All right, 0-0. We're going to go in. We're going to get our heads right. We're going to get back on the right side of things intensity-wise. We're going to, like, be focused. And then it was just an like just an absolute disaster. Like, the defense was so – like, the, the secondary has been, you know, at times good, at times bad. But it was just – I mean, I, I – I'm struggling to remember a time when when wide receivers were as wide open as they were down in the middle of the field uh, tonight. Um, And if not that, then they were just gashing us for 15-yard runs each and every time. Um, It was just so deflating, man. And especially after the first half where that defensive front four was so devastating for CSU. They were getting pressure on the quarterback every time Mo Camaro was coming around. What did he have? Three sacks in the first half? Uh, yeah, three sacks in the game. Two in the first half and then one in the second half, which that's the play he got injured on, unfortunately. Again, no update there. Hope for the best. It's all you can with him and, and Tori. But yeah, I mean, like I said, you start basically as well as you could hope for. And then for three straight quarters, everything that could go wrong went wrong Just for this team so wrong so wrong so wrong even our our my man man holker finally gets a reception after being completely shut down double and triple team the entire first half the only time they even tried to get him the ball like bfn threw a very ill-advised pass into extreme double coverage should have been picked off they finally start to get it they throw him uh, that ball down the the right hash. He, a beautiful catch, dots it. Get us gets out of bound. I was like, there he is. This is it. Like now, here third we go. Third long too. It was like third. Third long. It was beautiful. Yeah. I was like, there it is. Okay, you found your connection. Like go do that again, and then immediately go right back to him. Immediately fumbles the ball. <laughs> it's like, all He's right, been great I get this it. Year. That would be the one thing you could point out is ball security. He's had a couple of fumbles now, so it's been an issue. Great, he does man. have the elbow brace, which the commenter or the commentators mentioned. But I mean, he was holding it in his other arms. So I don't really know like what that <laughs> has to do with it, other than I guess the two uh, arms on it quite as well. But uh, yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, if you're in the comment section, we'll get to some of your questions comments all that in the third (laughs) segment as well i do want to comment on this one though from joey b air raid equals dud we were sold a bad bowl of goods as csu fans alum boosters season ticket holders gimmick Uh, i disagree with you because basically every major offense in both the nfl and college football are running air raid concepts these days um it's just about execution i mean it's one of those where when you're not executing everything's compounded the short runs for no gain the false starts and the execution procedure errors i mean missed throws where the timing's just off a couple of instances where if you get the ball and you place it a little better a guy's able to turn up field instead of getting tackled on the spot i mean you just it's little things and it all comes down and it it just it really compounded this one it was ugly we're going to keep talking about it, but I do want to shout out our partners real quick. Let's go. Uh, it shouldn't be hard to buy tickets. Um, it shouldn't be hard to be a CSU fan, but at times it can <laughs> it be. Is. It's, it is. It's hard to be. <laughs> it's, it's hard to be at the moment, but it's never hard to be a game time customer. Let's they are go. always hooking it up with the best deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. So even an hour after it starts, you can get some last minute deals. Uh, flash deals they've got sponsored deals on tickets for basketball football concerts stand up anything you can think of you can see your seats view before you buy it so you can take the guessing game out like is this going to be obstructed or something there they got your back game time is the best take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the app create an account use the code dnvr for 20 dollars off your first purchase 
Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem. Uh, spell that code. DMVR for twenty dollars <laughs> off. Download Game Time today. Last minute uh, tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, almost read some of the uh, instructions there, but that's okay. It's it's easy to buy tickets with Game Time. It's also easy to watch sports with Fubo TV. You can stream over one hundred and forty plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. Watch from any device. The best way to watch all of Colorado sports for the lowest price including altitude, which is huge yes. with the Nuggets and Avs coming up. Uh, we're still champs, baby. Yes, we're still champs, baby. You can't <laughs> hurt us. You can't take that from me. I mean, CSU <laughs> has hurt me plenty of times over the years, but the Nuggets, nothing but joy in my heart. Uh, no contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up, start streaming. You get a 1,000 hours of cloud DVR, which is super clutch. For instance, I was able to record uh, four games today that I'll watch, you know, over the next couple yeah. of days. I can stay up to date with all. Dude, things. I love Fubo. Fubo's the best. I watched CSU get their team kicked in on Fubo. Uh, well, that's not the best use case, but I did it on, on the list. And uh, the multi view, it was so dumb. Like you can get yeah. up to four. I don't know, maybe even more. I had the Phillies game the buffs game the rams game and i was just like going like oh that's awesome that's another oh, that key, by the way i know we're not a buffs pod but you do get the pac-12 network which is basically impossible to find usually you need to like satellite and hook <laughs> it up to your dog and let him run around the yard or something. yeah 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 uh, watch all your favorite college football and nfl with fubo go to www.fubotv.com slash dnvr sign up get 15 percent off your first month of fubo pro um, a couple of keys to the game we've got here. We've already discussed a lot of this, so I'm not going to get too repetitive, but I mean, let's do it. Let it all out, Justin. We got to let this out. Let's listen. This is the type of loss tonight that can eat a man's soul. Like this, this can infect, infest, uh, can ruin. It can rust. PSU. This is, this is nothing like I, I Boulder <laughs> but or it, Boise it, state 2017. <sighs> They've had more deflating losses to Utah State in the last five years. Like I don't, the brother, I don't know, man. Like, you got to weigh expectation and excitement with, re, like, performance. Like, tonight was, for me, perhaps felt differently. I, I just have not felt the confidence in CSU that I felt going into this game in such a very long time. And to see it crash down in the manner in which it crashed down in repetitive, like, convincing fashion it wasn't like oh man that's a fluke it was like oh my god what are they doing like what is this like did they were they up their butts kicked on both sides of the football is it like utah nightlife is undefeated they were like they were did they all get bad pizza like what are they doing like the entire team forgets logan utah (laughs) like the entire team forgets how to play football like what in in three like in two quarters time in two, they were ahead 17 to zero with eight minutes left in the first. But the thing was, they were up 17 zero and really had only executed on one offensive drive. And it was a short sure. one after getting good field position. It was just, I don't know. I All don't the same. Pools gold because the D line was dominating. You make some big plays on special teams. I mean, that's why you have Horton back there. He's a game changer. But. Just brutal. I mean, you give up almost 400 yards of passing offense, over 600 yards of total offense, touchdown passes at 24, 76, 51, and 19 yards. Rushing touchdowns at 22, 19, and 14 yards. I mean, it wasn't like these were goal line scores. Every touchdown of 10 plus yards, um, almost all of them of 20 or more yards, the explosive plays. Just, it, it was about as deflating as it gets. I mean, you were starting to feel a lot of hope for the offense. You're starting to hope that the yes. defense is able to turn it around because they had some struggles last no. two weeks, but they no. did really lock it down in the second half last week. We're great on third down. Only give up. They were. And Bro, I saw with my own two eyes. I saw this team look impressive. I saw them come up in big situations with poise, with tenacity, the right play at the right time. All of the, the things that you need for a successful football season. And tonight I watched them all evaporate. I watched them make inexcusable mistakes at the biggest moments. That when they finally got a spark, you know, they Utah State was doing what they could to like keep the Rams in the game. Like they were, you know, they fumbled the ball. Uh, I mean, they had four turnovers. <laughs> They, I mean, it wasn't just like a, a open and shut case. Like there was still sort of a path to at least 
if not a, a moral <laughs> loss, a moral victory, at least like. I and mean, you had a there chance was a, to cut it to one score. At they one had a chance to cut it to one score. And then it was, I mean, it wasn't like you were completely out of it, but it's still, I mean, it's just really, really deflating. Uh, I feel like the turning point is Jaden Royals, 24 yard screen to tie it at 17 with one 22 left. All the air goes out of CSU sideline at that point. I mean, it's Utah state homecoming crowd. I mean, obviously I'm covering it remotely, but they came alive. Uh, I felt like CSU got shell shocked at that point and they just didn't really respond the way we'd seen them respond in the second half, the last couple of weeks. Now I will say, I mean, you, you hope it's, it's not a major concern. I mean, you've got seven weeks to get this all figured out, but just the fact that they struggle to be consistent, the fact that they have not been able to close out these games when they've gotten the double digits leads now three out of the last four weeks, it's, it's frustrating. And, and, you know, you got to see more. Um, we need to see a ton out of this defense, which was highly propped up in the off season by me, but by this coaching staff as well. I mean, they talked a big game about how this could be one of the best defenses they'd ever had. And it just has not lived up to those expectations. I mean, you see, they get after the, they one of the best D lines in the conference. Mo is yeah. the most dominant individual player defensively in the league, but just not enough consistently way too many lapses in coverage. Um, you hope they can shore some things up there, but at this point it feels like the you're seeing it on a week to week basis. So at, at this point, you kind of just got to try and mitigate the damage, make some, some changes. Um, it's a tough spot, honestly, because they're getting torched over the top, but they're also struggling to come up and make tackles in the short game. It's a lot of screens. So it's like you could drop back in zone, but you're not, you're not at the moment, at least being able to come up and make those plays. You could go man instead, but you're getting beat over the top. So I, I understand, you know, you're, you're pissed off. It needs to be better. But like, what do you do? I don't know what you do there. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a defensive coordinator in that instance. I'll say that, but they got to figure it out. Um, it's just been ugly. It's been really ugly. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for Freddie Banks as a DC. I feel like over the last year and a half, he's shown that he's a guy that does adjust well on the fly. And he's a guy that does kind of bring the best out of players, put them in positions to maximize their skill sets. But we're going to have to see some different guys in different spots, some changes. I, I don't know. All I know is you can't keep doing this because it's just not working. Yeah. So many missed tackles also. Like even when guys were there. now, it's just really a big issue. It really, really is. It, it's, it's unbelievable in fact, but CSU should be in a position where they can, if, they, they should be able to make up for a bad or at least a soft defense with their offense. I mean, they've coming into this week, they, they have been, they've shown you that if all else fails, like we can keep moving the ball down. Like we can. And that's why I'm not going to panic and throw out, Oh my God, they're going to lose every game. Like this doesn't completely change every expectation you have. I mean, I'd say realistically, they're not a championship team. Like I, I hope that they should be with the top end talent that they have. Um, obviously, you're still growing with this offense, which has a red shirt freshman quarterback. There's just going to be nights when he doesn't have it. And it was like that. I mean, it was a growing moment for a young quarterback who has a ton of arm talent, who's shown a ton of positive things this year, but they, they got to go back to the drawing board. They got to, you know, simple, something, um, simplify, excuse me, some <laughs> things with the passing <laughs> offense, not try and do too much at times. Um, maybe not try and shoehorn the run game when it's not working. Um, Jesus. I mean, I understand the logic. I really do. You do, so do have I. To establish it and you have to work on it, but it just felt like they took the foot off the gas a little too early. Um, I understand that's Monday morning quarterbacking and all that, but I don't know, especially just given that you hadn't really established much with the passing offense at that point, I would have liked to have seen them get in the rhythm. If you complete that touchdown pass to Torrey Horton, the whole momentum of the game is probably completely different. You get a lot more life going. Who knows how things play out that way? It was just one of those nights after things went really well for you early on. Absolutely everything went wrong for you after it. <laughs> I'm like struggling to find words. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, exactly. Like, it's not Monday morning quarterbacking to talk about how they were shoehorning the running game. It was so extremely obvious in the moment. Like, what are we doing? I'm not seeing any of the same... Uh, Passing well, attack. I just mean like we're 
obviously be offended and have his A game. He's struggling with accuracy. They're just but yes, like that. That's obvious. Like, like I get yes, why you're trying to run it, but it just it I get working. so. But it's not working. It's not working. Like, let's go back to some of those concepts that we've been using successfully over the past several weeks, where we are run our passing game is our running game. Get the We're crossing, throwing crossers going, the screens, and yeah, they didn't they didn't do it underneath. Well, it was completely unfortunately. You want to go yeah. through a couple of positives before we get to the Yeah, let's do it. Let's try it. What do you got? Let's talk about them, okay. please. <laughs> I of, need uh, this. ESU player of the game, Mo Kamara, yeah. five total tackles, three sacks. What is this? Yeah, this what is happening? Oh, man. That was a CSU. WCW invades Monday Night Raw or something? What is happening? It is hardcore struggling. Sorry, guys. All good. Much love if you kill it on the production side. Um, just had to crack the joke. Stone Cold, by God. Stone Cold Steve Austin. So brutal. <laughs> oh, so brutal. Guy. Hope he's okay. He's the most dominant player defensively in the league. One of the most dominant players I've ever seen on pace to shatter the single season record for sacks, uh, the Mountain West record for sacks in a season, all that fun stuff. He just. Hope to God that Mo is okay. Um, but man, he was a man on a mission. And just week after week, he just goes out there and dominates with, with every snap. I mean, it really is impressive how relentless his motor is. So much so that he actually gets hurt at times because he's just out there so much, just killing it. Oh, he fully gave himself a concussion by sacking the quarterback. So hopefully like, he's all right. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, he I hit – that. the craziest thing is that his – Injury came as a result of him hitting another player so hard that he himself actually like ended up motionless on the field, which was uh, really, scary. A te- really, really scary, absolutely terrible moment. Um, but very uh, kind of summarizes the game in, in one uh, in one moment there. Pretty much, man. It was just when it rains, it pours, and I am we're soaking wet today. <laughs> that. Um, helmet stickers, uh, just some individuals worth recognizing. Not going to spend a ton of time on this, obviously, but no. uh, Tory Horton, epic punt. Like, incredible. I love Tory Horton, man. I can't believe he like truly his exit He's from the, the best game. wide receiver I've ever covered in person at CSU. And there have been some damn good receivers that have come through. He is so clearly different. Like you just watch him the way that he moves, his speed his movement like as soon as he gets going the momentum that he runs with it's like he's just a different player and he needs a little bit of space and he's gone like because it's first like he's just yeah he's just absolutely incredible um mo Kamara, obviously helmet sticker is obviously the player game uh kobe johnson and van shield both get a rushing touchdown in this one van shield walk on uh great guy had some Big moments in pass pro, too, which is where he shines. Uh, Kobe Johnson gets his first rushing touchdown of the season. Good job. Justin Sanchez leads the team, 13 total tackles. Chase Wilson, forced fumble, big-time sack, second in tackles. Don Jones and true freshman TJ Crandall both get their first interceptions of the season, respectively. Helmet stickers for all the lads. Um, Yay. Um, (laughs) We did it. Helmet sticker time. (laughs) <laughs> Look, guys, like I, you know how I operate. I, I'll, I want to point out the good when I can. But listen, it's just, Justin, it's tough, you're. It's, it's, it's important in these times to remember that not all is lost. That the night is not as dark and long as we it may seem at this exact moment. Um, there's not all bad when it comes to CSU. We've seen many, many positive moments. This entire season leading up to this week and for a quarter and a half, it was very beautiful. Everything was looking extremely sunny. Uh, I appreciate your optimism. I appreciate you not allowing all of us to drive off the side of the road. I'm ready to drive off the side of the road. It's a good thing you're balancing me out. Um, I went to completely give up altogether. Like what you saw the last couple of weeks still happened. But yes. it's one of those where you have to take both results with a grain of salt. And like most things, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Are they the championship team that we hope that they would be? It does not appear not. Are they the team that, you know, the when you're at the lowest of your low and, you know, fire everybody, this whole team sucks. No, they're not that either. It's somewhere in the middle. But and we'll get to this at the end, but I, I can really just drive it home now since it it's online. But frankly, the, the goal is to make a bowl game. 
you have seven games left and you have to go four and three missing the postseason would be unacceptable with the amount of talent that they have on this team you have a quarterback i know it wasn't his night but it's not the end of the world was it ugly was it brutal was it yep every word every descriptive you could think of every curse word Uh uh-huh yes it was that yep (laughs) but it's one game in a 12 game season. And if I've Ugh. ever been reminded anything about college football is that this is the dumbest sport on the planet. So and that from week to week teams, it's I just, I mean, the, the discrepancy you can play is, is just crazy from, from week to week. Yeah. Well, I mean, I pointed this out earlier. I think that I actually cracked the code. Um, the state of Colorado between the Broncos, the buffs and the Rams are allotted one, W per week. Well, we got two We've last been, weekend. So we, then we. Oh, we did? Yeah, because the Broncos right. and Rams both won. Oh, that's right. I forgot the Broncos won. I forgot the well, Broncos still won. lost in the end. No, I'm just kidding. We don't need to get into that. Um, we do kind of need to get into that. But uh, you're right. You're right. I guess. Wow. I forgot all about that. Wow. So we actually overexerted. We, like, you depleted some of our resources last week by erroneously errantly assigning the broncos blame the broncos for csu losing this game <laughs> yes well so i'm, I'm saying like got the rams down yeah and the, the broncos are in big trouble tomorrow that's all i know about that is that the, i can't imagine two w's handed out in two consecutive weeks preposterous i, I don't see it happening um so it, <laughs> what like what happened to football in this state? Can we just talk about that? What happened to football in the state of Colorado? This beautiful state that I love more than anything. I think we sacrificed it for our, our Lord Peyton and Savior, Jokic. Um, I feel I, I think it was for Peyton Manning, actually. L.A. Like and uh, this is where we're at. <laughs> trapped for this all of the heart. Like was that, the Super Bowl was good. Was it that good? Was it this good? Was it worth this? Like I, I, we all have to look deep inside. I guess we can't go back, but it's a rough it's time. Been so man. long, I barely even remember the joy of, of the <laughs> Super Bowl. To be honest, but uh, what I what I do know is that after this game, uh-huh. I'm gonna have an ice cold Breckenridge oh. brew, and it's just Delicious. gonna it's gonna lift my spirits. There's nothing better <laughs> than having an ice cold Breck brew. They've been doing it for 33 years. It all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. There's flying here. Sorry about that. Made with 100% renewable energy. Uh, shout out to Breck Brew. Try the Avalanche Amber Ale or the Broncos Country Pale Ale, which has the, the coolest design I've ever seen. And if you have enough of them, you can forget that uh, the Broncos are your favorite team. But of course, drink responsibly. Check out the Breck Beer locator at breckbrew.com. Find a brew near you. I also want to shout out our friends at FOCO. They are a leading manufacturer in all kinds of cool official merchandise. They have hooked us up with all kinds of novelty items, sweet gear for the set. Uh, FOCO has our back for Colorado sports. They are going to have yours too. If you go to their website, you can get 10% off all non-presale items and use the code DNVR or just go to the link in our podcast description. I love FOCO. You love FOCO. We all love FOCO. Uh, get your questions. Get your comments in. It's that portion of the yeah. segment here. Um, and FOCO, just, final just to be clear, not short for Fort Collins. FOCO, independent of Fort Collins. FOCO, though, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of bobbleheads. FOCO has, like, the best bobbleheads. Like, they are – they always have, like, new cool ones, like, exclusive ones. Like, if you're, like, a it's member – yeah. Yeah, like if you're like in the like the bobblehead game, like Foco is like the place to go. They're the only ones that are like really uh, committed to the idea of putting out new interesting bobbleheads all the time. So uh, shout out Foco and Fort Collins also. Well put. Um, if you got any <laughs> questions or comments, get those in. Now is the time. If not, we'll just kind of wrap it up with some final thoughts here. Um, I mean, the the main thing to me is obviously. It's one game. I'm so tired of these late games. I miss half of it, putting kids to bed. Why won't the Mountain West just let me catch a late afternoon buzz, fall asleep <laughs> with half mode line? Um, yeah, man, I, I can't say you're wrong. That sounds that sounds nice, the late night starts, especially as a content creator. Not what I'm pushing for, the 1, 1 p.m. start this year. It's going to be glorious. That said, one thing I do want to remind everyone CSU had a ton of 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. starts during the mid-2000s on games that were untelevised and completely inaccessible to anybody. 
that we're not there outside of the radio broadcast. Is it the greatest broadcast we've ever seen on the Mountain West Network? No. No. Uh, but it's still better than what we saw on ESPN Plus a couple weeks back. It's free. Oh my God. You can get it on any device. Um, glass half full versus glass half empty. That's It's just one of those situations. But, yeah, the, the late starts are rough. They're even rougher when you suffer a really deflating loss. I, I can't really argue with you there. It's only one, though. It's one loss, guys. Like, I do want to drill that as much as this one sucks uh, if norvell can't win this cycle of kids recruits blow it up again hire a defensive assistant from p5 as head coach defense wins championships signed sunny lubick that's from joey b um norvell's not going anywhere after this season guys i, I just i hope that nor should he be that are, are no and they shouldn't you frankly you need continuity if you're ever going to turn this thing around you can't just keep going through staffs every couple of years. I, I believe in Jay Norvell as a coach. He Me won too. at Nevada, guys, at Nevada, who has no resources whatsoever. He is recruiting well. You're seeing some of these young guys. TJ Crandall, a true freshman, comes on and makes a, a big-time play. You hear great things about him. Jalen Gardner, true freshman, uh, a safety. He's a guy that's making plays. These young receivers, Justice Ross Simmons, Lewis Brown, these are all guys you recruited, brought in, you're developing them. It takes time, though. It takes time. You don't have a five-star running back coming in to flip things overnight. You did add some key transfers. Dallin Holker, been an absolute stud. But you don't have SEC money, so you're not going to get the SEC quick fix. And frankly, more teams around the country have to wrap their their mind around the fact that the best programs are still homegrown. They're developed, and that takes time. We used to give coaches three, four years of recruiting cycles before we even thought we could have an accurate gauge of what they're doing. I understand everything's changed. There's so much player movement. You don't have time to give coaches four years Mm -mm. and just, you know, nothing. But we have seen improvement from last year. And as bad as as this was tonight, as a whole this season, we have seen improvement. Um, I understand it's hard to focus on the positives, though, in this instance. I'm not trying to tell you everything's perfect. I just want to keep things in perspective. Uh, Great comment here from Mile High Minute. Tough loss, complete meltdown. It's a process. CSU needs to unlearn their bad habits i believe they will be a good team over the next couple of years i do too man i believe they should mm-hmm. be a pretty good team by the end of this year i mean obviously i you said a couple of weeks ago do they have championship aspirations we need to see more completeness have not seen the completeness um Aaron, yeah i, I have to one? say I, I have to say like i am a complete believer in jay norvell i, I really do believe in in what he's, he's a great bringing. football coach he's a great recruiter <laughs> I like his I like his demeanor. I like um, his philosophy. I like the fact, as you mentioned, that he was able to be uh, very successful at Nevada. I like that he was able to convince a lot of his recruits to come with him. Um, I think that players like really like Jay Norvell. They I do. think that they like that's completely um, evident. Yeah, I mean, it, it it is you know exact. We are talking in the wake of just the most dis deflating, devastating loss I think any of us have seen in some time because of the expectation and how we all thought that maybe um, the future was now, but it seems like maybe, okay, we have to put the pump the brakes on that a little bit. Um, you know, this is obviously market improvement from last year. Last year was just an absolute, like, just complete devastation. Last year was, you can't even like, really uh, try to pull anything from last year. But, you know, I... <clears throat> I am very deflated, <laughs> but I do have eyes and I do have, I, like, I understand, like, what it is that I'm being shown. Like, I do understand that we're looking at a freshman quarterback that has shown, like, unbelievable poise, unbelievable accuracy, unbelievable talent, and then it just almost none of that was there tonight. And I don't I don't know what the deal is. Like I, maybe he had a bad day. Maybe maybe he got broken up with earlier. I mean, you're maybe a, you're he should basketball guys. Sometimes the jump shots just don't fall. Yes. And you keep shooting and then the, your shot just gets worse and worse because then you start fixating on oh like I left that one short and then you yes. start missing long and then you start missing to the side and you just I mean he didn't I, have it like tonight. he's a young kid and he didn't have it. Yeah, like, and not, not in a, like, I, I want to put this all on, like, put it all on him way, or, or like, I want to bring out the pitchforks or something. But, I mean, I really think that, like, his performance was at the center of what happened to CSU tonight. I mean, it's like a cascading effect of, like, three and outs that turn into the defense being on the on the field too long. No, you're spot uh, on. Start, 
started to get gashed all last year like this the air raid when it is rolling it's a lot of fun but when you aren't executing when you're consistently in second and third and long and you know you're going three and out and you're only on the field for a minute at a time not only is it tough to win that way for you offensively but you're you're just putting your defense in a brutal spot and they looked gassed they looked gassed in that second quarter They they looked gassed as the game went on and they spent a lot of time on the field at some point you would like to see them, you know, kind of dig deep and, and find a way to make a play. And I, they did have some moments. Marshawn Oxley smoked a quarterback. He get the strip in the second half, yep. a couple of interceptions, but Chase Wilson had the strip as well. Um, I, I just, it, it was, it was a bummer. I, I, there's really no other way to put it. It doesn't mean that this team doesn't have talent. It doesn't mean that if they came out and scored 40 points next week, I, I would be shocked. Cause like we've seen that they can do it and they, they did it against Pac-12 teams. They've done it on the road. But on a night where they got up big, they probably started feeling themselves a little bit too early. I think it's clear this team still has some losing tendencies that have stemmed multiple stabs, just kind of a culture that you're trying to shift. But that's a process. It's not a situation where I, we're a losing team and now we're a winning team. From we, you know, like it was one week we were a losing team, the next te- week we're a winning team. You know, it's... <laughs> It's give and flow. It's like going to the gym, you know, like you make progress, you take a couple steps forward and then sometimes you take a step or two back and it doesn't mean you aren't making progress. It just means we aren't where we want to be yet. And I do think that so long as, you know, these guys are healthy and, you know, don't miss any significant time, knock on wood, pray to God, pray to Allah, pray to Tom Cruise, Jesus, whoever you're into that Tori and Mo are okay. But yeah, this was Please, ugly. Tom Cruise. I'm very disappointed. Please, Tom Cruise, oh, to let Tori be okay. We need, dude. We need Tori Horton. Like we need Tori Horton. Like if you want to understand how good Tori Horton is, first half, second half. Like not having Tori Horton out there in the second half was, like you just. I mean, he basically, no has, he basically have to have two defenders account for him on every play or the majority yes. of plays. And if it's one-on-one, you are taking a major risk that he's going to burn you. Now, credit to Utah State. There were some one-on-one instances where they, they stepped up and made some plays. And, I mean, we basically said coming in, this felt like a pretty evenly uh, matched type game. Which side's able to step up? Utah State stepped up. CSU fell flat on their face. Um it's ugly. It needs to be better. You've got seven weeks to figure it out. I don't really know what else there is to say outside of that. You're really just beating a dead horse at that point. Um, but what is going on? The what? buffs are just invading. They're coming in my mind. I, I think that happened. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm seeing things now. Uh, <laughs> Man, we're down so different. bad. We're down so bad. I don't know what happened to us. We used to be so beautiful. Yet what, one week ago, actually like four hours ago, I was at my peak. I, I've never been. I was walking around with peak confidence. Eric. Oh, my God, dude. I was the best I've ever been. Like, I've never <laughs> been better, like as a guy. And that includes the Nuggets winning the championship. Like, somehow, when, <laughs> somehow, like, the idea that CSU could be back into a place where I could have like legitimate, true confidence in them and like look forward to them playing football every week and like want to get into conversations around the office about like positives and things that, uh, you know, I could be kind of like puffing my chest out about. I was like, what is this? What beautiful life did I wake up into? Um, and then I really, truly woke up, and then here I am. I'm back back here in the mud with you, Justin. In the garbage. We're garbage people. We're going to eat more garbage. You started your Ricky Bobby after he won. You didn't know what to do with your hands. We'll see. If I you, didn't know what to do with my hands, man. And at the end of it, you're running in your underwear saying you're on fire. And Yeah. Uh, well, I know what to do with my hands now. It's like choke myself out. That's... <laughs> I agree with Taylor. Great comment. BFN will improve. Dude is 19 years old. Defense is yeah, shockingly bad. Yeah, they have not lived up to expectations. Defense will be better. They were putting it up in quarter one. I also think there, there's some truth to that as well. They do flash in spurts. That's the mm-hmm. thing I keep saying. It's the consistency that this team has been lacking on both sides of the football, and that's what they've got to figure out if they truly want to be a winning team, if they want to be taken seriously. In some of these upcoming games, they've got some really tough ones coming up. Boise State, UNLV, 
Uh, Boise State, I think, completed the comeback against San Jose State tonight. I'll have to verify that. Don't take me at my word. Um, but, yeah, this was ugly. This was rough. I hope you guys feel a little bit better after this podcast. <laughs> Maybe you feel worse. I don't know. Um, I feel a little bit better. I do. Feel, I feel better, too. You know what? Like, I, I have to be honest. Like, I got uh, DoorDash. Uh, I ordered ribs. And Ooh. they showed up like moments before we went live. So I just have them like warming in the background. And so I've been like, I was going to use them as like an emotional crutch. I was going to eat my feelings via baby back ribs. But now, because we've talked it out, I got to use the word disappointing 500 times. Disgusting. Uh, catastrophic. I got all of those words out of my system onto the Internet where they belong and now I think I'll just like just eat. You know, I don't I don't know that I'm going to be emotionally eating now. I think I'll just eat for sustenance. That's all you can hope for, right? That's all, <laughs> That's all we can hope for, baby. <laughs> well, Eric, I appreciate you hopping on this pod. Uh, much yeah, love brother. To you. Much love to my brother Brandon in the comments section there. Um, shout out to everybody. I appreciate the kind words uh, regarding my dad. He's doing okay. Scary moment a couple of days ago, but it's looking like he's going to be fine uh we'll see i mean not really out of it necessarily but i do appreciate all of the the love that you guys send my way the support that you guys have for the show uh, it means a lot to me uh, all you guys are rocking with us on this late night on such a a miserable outing you could be doing anything oh we're out of the mud <laughs> playing video games but instead you're listening to me let's go mine, which is uh it means the world to me it really does i i love this community it's a long season. This team does have talent. Tonight was a big old piece of humble pie, but uh, we got seven more weeks. Much love, y'all. Still proud to be. Peace. Scummy like Martin Scarelli, turn jam into jelly, then drink it like juice. The water's the truth, so I sip on that too. Skinny looking kid with no car keys, like the only thing I drive is RCRV. He's got the stash like Steve Harvey. Oh, I'm Narzi.